Let's go. Let's get on to it. Let's go ahead and roll right on into BTLR. That's Brayhawk Tech Live Report. It's our uh, somewhat, when wherever, whenever we're not forced to go dark, somewhat daily uh, podcast, a daily conglomeration of uh, news stories involving the tech and social media industry that we thought were interesting enough to, to share with you. Streaming live right now to the members of the Brayhawk Tech Club at brayhawktech.net. And, of course, uh, this live stream is also pushed to our uh, live our, our private Facebook group at uh, simply titled the Brayhawk Tech Club. Uh, while recording at the same time, our uh, podcast that's going to be uh, going up uh, shortly, uh, right after this uh, this live stream is uh, is complete. Uh, first thing I have to share with you: net neutrality. Net neutrality is uh, back in the news, and apparently, an appeals court in Washington D.C. has upheld the FCC's open internet order, affirming that net neutrality can live to fight another day. While the appellate uh, judges have had to rule in favor of telecoms companies in previous cases, the FCC's law is now watertight and is acting within its powers. The decision is likely to stick in the craw of many networks, including AT&T, Verizon, so on and so forth, uh, which fought bitterly against uh, provisions to maintain a free and fair uh, market online. Unfortunately, net neutrality still has plenty of critics in high places, and several Republican politicians have attempted to gut the FCC uh, in, the, uh, in the hope of getting their own way. In a statement, Tom Wheeler said uh, that today's ruling is a victory for consumers and innovators who deserve unfettered access to the entire web. He added that the, uh, that the Internet remains a uh, platform for unparalleled innovation, free expression, and economic growth. There are still, however, loopholes that companies can and do exploit uh, to, uh, to get around such provisions like uh, zero rating, uh, so on and so forth. And T-Mobile's Binge On and Verizon's Go90 both get around uh, mobile bandwidth caps, giving uh, preferential treatment to some content at the, uh, at the expense of others. So it looks like uh, net neutrality is a thing. It's, uh, it's not going anywhere. Sugar Cube, what do you think? Yeah, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's it? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's here to stay. And I think they're going to keep, they're going to keep, keep on keeping on, I guess you could say. Basically the what I, the way I understand net neutrality is, uh, it's basically an effort to, uh, maintain the internet as a, uh, as a, a staple, uh, uh, it's another word that I'm looking for. A uh, well, actually, a state much like. Uh, uh, oh my God, I, I I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, you know, water, electricity. Uh, you know what utility? I mean. Utility. Utility. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. My goodness. Uh, maintaining the the internet as a as a utility, and uh, th there are certain parts that I kind of wonder about. Uh, however, in all fairness, I think this is a good thing for average consumers. I don't know if you agree with me. I, I, uh, yeah, because I mean, some I know I know around in this area, um, the internet is kind of considered a utility where you can um, get basic internet for free if you know you you meet income requirements or you get a discount. It's being already kind of treated like a utility. That's true. That's very true. And it doesn't look like, uh, according to this uh, recent uh, court decision in Washington, D.C., that's not going anywhere. I think that's a good thing. I think that's a really good thing. 
So, uh, moving on from that, Apple. Apple, of course, we talked at great length last night, open for uh, streamed live to uh, the general public, uh, all about, uh, uh, we basically just kind of recapped and reacted to Apple's WWDC uh, 2016 conference yesterday, their keynote presentation. One thing that they absolutely did not mention, they they, uh, they did a pretty good job of highlighting all of the uh, changes and upgrades and uh, new features there that they're adding to uh, their four main platforms being uh, uh, iOS, uh, tvOS, uh, watchOS, and then what's uh, finally coming this fall anyway going to be known as macOS as opposed to OS 10. What they didn't tell you uh, specifically about iOS was that the Game Center is kind of, sort of, more or less going away. Uh, the way this works, uh, with the introduction of iOS 10, Apple will finally allow users to delete pre-installed apps like Compass, Stocks, Tips, Maps, uh, Watch, and so on and so forth. There's a whole lot more. Basically, there's a lot of stock apps that's on the iPhone right now uh, that come with uh, uh, w with the uh, release of iOS 10 this fall. Uh, most users, will, or, well, basically every user that uses it, We'll be able to delete those apps if they don't use them, if they don't want them. And I think that's great. They should have done this a long time ago. Uh, one that went down with it, uh, there's uh, one more app that you uh, won't need to remove, and that's Game Center. It's going away completely, whether you want it to or not. It's gone. Bye. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Game Center. Apple confirms that Game Center will continue as a service. That's uh, important to note, but it will no longer be able to, uh, it will no longer be available as a standalone application on their device. It won't be a standalone app anymore. There were a number of hints uh, that was uh, that this was the case. This is uh, kind of been clued in that this is going to happen a while uh, a while ago. So Apple just published a nearly full lineup of its native apps to the App Store, so that so that users who remove them from their devices could later re-download them if necessary. Game Center surprisingly was not among the list, despite being what's certainly one of the less essential built-in apps. Uh, another hint that uh, Game Center was uh, going to be removed as a standalone application came alongside the launch of uh, iOS 10 beta, which it's 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 available for uh, uh, developers as of uh, yesterday. Testers soon discovered that the app didn't appear on their home screens after the upgrade. However, neither of these things alone can serve as a confirmation of a remo of, of an out of an outright removal. Many things could change from beta to public release. Keep that in mind as well. That's also uh, very important for all anyone new. Game Center could be getting a whole new makeover that, uh, they're, that they're just not done with yet. Uh, plus, Apple hasn't published all of its native apps to iTunes, uh, Safari, Facebook. Uh, Phone, photos, messages, uh, health, news, activity, and wallet, for example, still can't be deleted. Uh, adding to the uh, confusion is the fact that the app review guidelines, which were also just updated, still refer to Game Center. Uh, the Game Center website still offers uh, developer guides and references uh, and reference materials with no note of a shutdown. Uh, and uh, Apple even mentioned that Apple Watch was getting Game Center integration with the launch of uh, Watch OS 3. Uh, that implies that the service is still sticking around, at least in some sort of form. As it turns out, as it is, Game Center is a service now, no, but no longer an app. So, I mentioned this. Uh, I mentioned this in the intro at the beginning of the live stream. Uh, Game Center. That was Apple's uh, attempt 
at a uh, social network uh, geared toward gaming, specifically, of course, mobile gaming. Uh, didn't work out very well, much like, uh, does anybody remember Ping out of iTunes? Sugarcube, do you remember Ping? I kind of. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I remember it. Uh, iTunes, at one time, up until about three years ago, I think, three or four years ago, offered a uh, social network geared toward music. It failed. Uh, didn't work out, so quietly, Apple killed it. Obviously, it's much uh, much in the same uh, way that we're seeing with uh, and to to back up back it up a little bit to to uh, to reel that back. There are still some things within iTunes uh, that can be accessible thanks to Ping. Uh, they uh, they learned a lot of uh, they learned a lot of lessons uh, through Ping. Uh, but Ping is a social network built up within iTunes. Yeah, yeah, didn't work out just like Game Center. And believe me, they tried. They hung on as long as they could with Game Center. Like I said, it was their attempt at a social network geared toward gaming. Nobody ever used it. To me, personally, it was a nuisance. It is uh, a nuisance. Every time I decide, okay, you know, I've got a few minutes to spare. I want to try some mobile gaming. I sign into the Game Center, and I've always got to sign into the Game Center. The Game Center is a freaking nuisance. On top of that... I never see any activity on the Game Center. Hell, I think I've got like maybe four friends all together on the Game Center. Actually, you know what? Just out of curiosity, I'm going to uh, look that up right now uh, just to uh, just to refresh myself on how many friends I've actually got. Uh, let's see. Friends? Come on. Pop it up. Uh, let's see. Oh, one, two, three. Okay, five friends. Wait, six friends. I have six friends on Game Center right now, and none of them ever it's just not worth looking at. I really don't care uh, how many points these five, these six other people racked up thanks to Game Center. I don't care, and I'm I'm pretty sure, and obviously it's uh, it's evidentiary considering that uh, that Apple's killing it. That really very few many other people actually care either. So. Uh, how it's going to stick around as a service? Hey, your guess is as good as mine right now. I opted out of the uh, the developer preview thing a long time ago. Uh, I might. I was after yesterday's uh, keynote presentation. I'm considering doing the uh, the public beta testing uh, come next month, uh, just because I'm an impatient ass like that, and uh, I, I'm really anxious to see how a lot of the things that they announce are going to work. For uh, for the uh, first time in a long time, I was actually excited at an Apple Keynote presentation, uh, but they didn't say a damn word about Game Center. Uh, this uh, this came out later. So what's going to happen to Game Center? Sounds like, yeah, uh, it'll probably be integrated into your uh, into your gaming apps somehow in, in some form or another. I just, I don't believe it's completely going away. Sugar? I never really used it, so I'm not going to miss it. <laughs> exactly. See, that's exactly what I mean. Exactly what I mean right there. And I'm pretty sure your uh, your opinion right there probably echoes just about everyone else I know as well. It's Yeah, it's, I think I had one friend on there. Yeah. It's... Uh, it's interesting whenever these other companies try their own social networks... Uh, designed at a or uh targeted at a uh specific genre never really works out 
It just, it, it never really does. And quite honestly, I think it's because we're social networked out as enough as it is. Yeah, you can't keep up with all the different social platforms and you're scattered. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it, uh, if, uh, if they actually do anything. Uh, Batman. Oh, I'm so excited about this one. Batman, and this actually nailed down what it is that's going to be on my Dear Santa list uh, come this fall, come this winter. Batman is coming to the PlayStation headset this October. So the Caped, uh, the Caped Crusader is getting, uh, getting his VR on, his virtual reality on. Or is it the Joker? We don't know. Amid a bunch of premium VR offerings set to come uh, to PlayStation's uh, headset, here's a new one, uh, Batman Arkham VR. Uh, while the tease didn't let out much out of the bag, the Joker is definitely involved. He better be. He damn well better be. Uh, and made some clever allusions to wearing a mask and questioning what's real when you never take it off. Note, uh, VR headsets aren't that cozy and that shouldn't be an issue. But expect to hear more by October. So, uh, the PlayStation uh, VR headset, uh, virtual reality headset, looks like one of their pre uh, uh Premier games is going to be uh, uh, Batman, uh, one of the, uh, another uh, another Batman game in that uh, in that line. And believe me, I love all of them. Uh, if you've uh, followed me for a while, if you know me uh, to to any degree, you know full well that I am definitely a huge Batman fan. I've got Batman paraphernalia all over my office. In fact, uh, uh, when I did one of my drone reviews, I actually got my uh, little quadcopter flying around my office here. I did a pretty good job of basically tearing down Gotham City, as uh, as Sugar Cube put it. Uh, so <laughs> I am excited. This is definitely going on my list. Uh, if uh, if it puts me in the perspective of uh, of Batman uh, in uh, in a virtual reality simulation, I'm all over it. I'm all over it. It's uh, that that'll be my one thing on my Christmas list this year. My one thing. It's dear Santa. This is all I want. Checker. Oh yeah, I'm hitting the big man up for too. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help it. I've I've basically got all of the games. I think the only one that I'm missing right now is Arkham Knight. I haven't uh, picked up that one, but uh, Arkham City, Arkham Asylum, and uh, and the rest of them, love them. I've even got uh, Arkham City over here on my Mac. I downloaded it out of the uh, the Mac App Store. Still need to get, actually get caught up on that and uh, reminisce about some of those memories. Everything else is on my PlayStation 3. Uh, but this is definitely going to be uh, another uh, nudge for me in uh, which direction I want to upgrade as far as my console. And it's definitely going to be Batman. It's definitely going to be Batman. I know Sugar Cube kind of, uh, kind of agrees with me. That's my Harley oh, Quinn. Yeah. yeah, I went to PlayStation 4 for more than Batman, but yeah, that's definitely... Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, but I think this is uh, this is right here is the final nail in the coffin for me. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And the last thing I have to share with you, as far as BTLR is concerned anyway, uh, Facebook Messenger uh, Facebook Messenger is now letting Android users send text messages. The way this works is if you're tired of switching back and forth between Facebook Messenger and SMS on your Android, I don't know, uh, I, need a, uh, I need a focus group here. Sugarcube, you're usually my focus group. You're on an Android phone, or one of, your, your primary phone right now anyway is an Android device. Uh, how many, just out of curiosity, 
I know you send a lot of Facebook messages. How many SMS messages do you say you send on an average? I mean, do you, let me rephrase that question. How often do you use your uh, built-in SMS application on your phone? I haven't really used it in almost a month. Okay, so it's primarily Facebook messages that you that you use. Is that, is that yeah, right? because yeah, everybody that I want to get a hold of has Facebook Messenger, and I find it easier and a little bit more reliable, I guess. Okay, uh, well, this could very well be this could still be uh, very well uh, very beneficial for somebody like you. Uh, Tuesday, well, today, duh, uh, Facebook announced that the Messenger app now supports SMS messaging. Uh, the way that works is that means Android users can set the app as their default texting client. Uh, for those who want to opt in, the update is now available on Messenger's uh, Android app. Uh, it should be noted, though, that it doesn't appear Facebook has any plans whatsoever to uh, to bring that to its iOS app. And I'm sure there's there's there, there's a number of different probable reasons that come off right off the top of my head as to why that would be the case. But that still means we've got Android. Once you enable the feature via the default SMS app, uh, open in uh, Messenger settings, you'll be able to uh, view your text messages in Messenger alongside your Facebook chats. Uh, you'll also uh, support some, uh, but not all, of Facebook's rich content, including stickers, emoji, audio, uh, photos, and uh, of course location information. Other Messenger uh, features like bots, GIFs, uh, payments and uh, third-party apps will continue to be limited on uh, to uh, to actually Facebook messages. Uh, Facebook will distinguish uh, between Facebook messages and SMS with different colors. Uh, Facebook's uh, so if think of it this way: if you own an iPhone and you notice how uh, if you send a message to somebody else that happens to own an iPhone, uh, there's a a text bubble in there that's actually blue. Whereas if you text somebody or if you send a message to somebody that's actually got a uh, you know, some other different kind of phone, Android phone, Windows phone, whatever the hell, it's probably green. The, the Apple calls them our green bubble friends. It's probably going to be something like that. I don't know. I haven't been able to test this yet. I don't own an Android phone. I just have an Android tablet. That's it. Uh, so uh, Facebook's uh, will be blue while SMS will be purple. So they're not going with green. They're going with purple. Uh, you'll also see the uh, the messenger icon underneath the uh, the photo of uh, friends who use messenger uh, facebook uh, first added sms support to messenger's android app back in 2012 so this isn't necessarily anything new uh, but later pulled that feature now with an increasing emphasis on messenger uh, the social network is uh, likely hoping to uh, to ramp up engagement with the app even more uh, but it may not be an easy one to sell to everyone, especially uh, considering Android is a Google product and they just released three different messaging apps altogether. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Messenger has proved controversial since the company has, uh, began requiring its uh, users to download it separately from the main Facebook app, which, again, that's nothing new. I don't know why that... Uh, uh, that that came up as a uh, as as a new up in arms thing, but it is. Despite making many improvements to Messenger, last week it began targeting the remaining Messenger holdouts by removing messaging from the uh, Facebook mobile web app, uh, which is a move that angered a lot of uh, different uh, uh, many different users. 
In a Facebook post Tuesday, the company emphasized that uh, using the app as a new default SMS client was optional and that uh, user privacy will still be just as protected as anything else. Uh, let's see, this is a quote uh, from Facebook themselves. They said, SMS and Messenger doesn't send, upload, or store your conversations on Facebook servers. Using this feature is your choice, and you can easily switch to a different app as your primary SMS app from your de uh, device settings, or directly from the app that you want to make your primary SMS app. And of course, uh, the reason, uh, the, the first and very most reason that I can think of why this isn't a thing yet on iOS is because, well, Apple wants you to use iMessage. There, especially if you happen to catch the uh, the WWDC keynote presentation yesterday, they're doing a lot of different new stuff with uh, with iMessage, and they don't want Facebook cutting into that. It's that simple. That simple. However, you still got Android out there. Uh, Android is uh, much a little bit friendlier on the uh, playground than iOS is. That's no big secret. So, Sugar, uh, your opinion on this is this something you'd be interested in? Of course, obviously, you just basically said it. I mean, kind of, sort of. Uh, Facebook Messenger is pretty much already your default messaging service or application to begin with, anyway. Um, well, I'm actually on my Android phone right now trying to update my Facebook Messenger, but I'm out of storage, so I'm having to delete some apps so I can update it to actually look to see what how you do it. Okay, so uh, no opinion yet then. Um, no opinion yet. But that's, uh, the fact that that prompted you to, uh, to actually uh, try that update and actually give it a shot tells me that it's, it, it's interesting to you. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to see what I can do here. If, uh, if I understand this correctly, uh, you'll be able to, uh, to basically use Facebook messenger to message anybody, uh, through uh, whether they're on Facebook messenger or not. Right. That's what, um, I'm, I'm updating my Facebook messenger right now. I kind of wanted to see how it looked to see. Yeah. Cause I don't really care for the Android standard messaging app. So it would be nice to have the familiar Facebook Messenger to be able to use, like you said, to text anybody. We covered that yesterday in uh, well in our impromptu rendition of uh, BTLC. There's there's a lot to be said about uh, uh, cross platform, and now it looks like uh, Facebook with Messenger anyway. They're they're up in the ante. They're definitely up in the ante. I like it. Yeah, it's, I'll have to get back with you on it, but I'm installing it now to update it and see how things go. We'll have to definitely uh, cover this again. So, folks, as far as BTLR is concerned anyway, that is all I have to share with you. However, if you are catching the live stream, don't go anywhere. I have a lot more to, uh, to share with you here in just a little bit. However, if you are listening to the podcast, thank you very much for listening. I definitely appreciate it. Uh, do... Uh, do uh, do stop by uh, our central hub for all things Brayhawk Tech. Do consider joining the club. You can find out about joining the club at, uh, at again, our central hub, BrayhawkTech.com. Uh, you'll find out about uh, everything that we're into there and some of the things that we offer our club members, uh, everything from uh, troubleshooting your own uh, uh 
tech gadgets like your phone, your your tablet, your laptop, your desktop computer, it doesn't matter. Uh, we'll help you troubleshoot it, and if we're able, we'll help you fix it as well. Right, little to no cost to you if you're a member of the club. Uh, you can uh, become a member of the club by patroning your way in at BrayhawkTech.net. That's a redirect to our Patreon page, uh, patreon.com forward slash BrayhawkTech. Uh, or you can uh, join as an associate, uh, which costs absolutely nothing, nothing. All you got to do is just get with one of us, uh, get with the uh, a member of the Brayhawk Tech Club, an, an existing member of the Brayhawk Tech Club, and we vote you in as soon as we find out a little bit more about you. We're just a little bit selective that, w that way. That's all that there is to it. Uh, beyond... Uh, the technology stuff. We're also a, a community support group because that's what we're in. We're, we're into technical and community support. That's what we are. It's a technical and community support club. Uh, we help uh, other members that are down get up back up on their feet if they happen to meet a crisis. Uh, or if you happen to have your own idea, your own invention, with a, which a lot of people out there actually do, uh, we can help you set. Uh, we can help you muddle through patent paperwork, and we can help you uh, get set up with a website if you wanted to. We're we're basically your own IT team right there at your disposal. So it's it's a lot to uh, to join in the club, and it's uh, starting. All of that starts at just uh, the cost of a simple cup of coffee a month, or even just a beer. Buy me a beer once a month. And oh, we'll we'll be willing to do all of that for you. Actually, you just you're buying us a beer, except it's just a couple of bucks. We're all sharing the same beer. Okay, I'm out. On that note, while you're at BrayhawkTech.com, do check us out at uh, our, uh, our at our social media links. You can find links to all of our social media accounts, be it YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Google Plus. We're all over the internet. We're not hard to find at all. And also, if you happen to be a member of the club, you could have watched this podcast being streamed live and actually joined the conversation if you wanted to and actually got your opinions out there and heard, if you wanted to or not. It's up to you. It's up to you. That being said, folks, I'm Brandon Hawkins with Sugarcube, and we're both with Brayhawk Tech, continuing to help you implement your ideas in today's tech.